the name of Daniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up, incredible people? My name is Emma Mae Daniel, and this is a very, very, very special episode because my husband... What, what? <laughs> Josh McDaniel is here on the Have You Heard podcast. And this is not just any podcast, but we went onto the Instagram and have asked y'all some questions about yeah. that y'all had about our new season of being husband and wife. Yeah. And that includes like, what makes marriage easy? How do y'all handle conflict? Was yeah. the wedding night awkward? What are challenges yeah. and joys that you had? Like, Tons of deep and lighthearted questions yeah. that we saw um, would hopefully benefit y'all as we shared what we've been learning through yeah. those things. So, friends, all with the foundation of scripture, we are ready to get into it. So, grab your headphones and let's get into the word because it comes by hearing. I love y'all. Because question one is actually we're going deep at the start. Yeah. Question one is yeah. how has marriage impacted your relationship with the Lord? Well, I think before we even even get into the, like all of this like marriage talk, I think it's like to preface this, mm-hmm. it's like true. we are in our first month of marriage. This is a this is a Q and A about like what we've experienced, not like a we know everything there is to know about yeah, marriage at this gross. point. And we're going into just having it figured out because that is by far like we're the farthest thing from it. Uh, but it's so fun just to be able to share this with y'all in the first month of just being able to enjoy it. And so it's like, uh, what was the first question again? Yeah, I think it was like basically what have you learned about God? How has your relationship yeah. with God been impacted through yeah. marriage? One thing I think was really big in like, I think because you're as a married person. Your most important, two most important relationships in your life are your wife and your husband, or uh, and and God. Mm-hmm. And so, or if you're single, then your most important relationship is God. And then, whenever you are as a man, especially, you're called to provide and you're called to lead spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so, there's there's almost like a there's a big weight on your shoulders. <laughs> there's that there's yeah. Yeah, like, what does this look like? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's very it, it's very sweet and very revealing to be able to pray, God, God, help me have the wisdom to be able to have these conversations, like to be able to lead Emma, mm-hmm. to be able to have these conversations that I need to. So because I don't want to lead by beating your head with the Bible. Like, I don't want to lead like, you better get your word every day. You better go do this. It's like, no, I want to. I, I don't want, want you to lead that way yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to be, uh, I want to lead by example. I want to get up early yeah. and I want to get into the word. I want you to watch me do that. And I want you to do the same. And so it's like, I want to lead by example, not by beating you across the head with the Bible. And so it's like my relationship with Christ is, a, it becomes a very trustworthy one mm-hmm. and a very one of like how I love him is directly correlated to how I love you. Yeah. That, that plays into marriage and the first month of marriage that also plays into dating relationships and, mm-hmm. and uh, friendships. But it's like how I love him now affects how I love you, especially in the center, in the, in the uh, context of, of providing a spiritual, whatever that means. Yeah. Exactly. 
I love how you hit on leading by example because mm-hmm. that's actually something that I pray for you. Like one of my common prayers for you yeah. is that you would always look to the Lord yeah. as your example of what a godly husband is to be. And that just, oh, that overflows into the life that you live because like whenever you're looking to God and mm-hmm. you're prioritizing your your walk with him, yeah. that's going to overflow into how you lead into mm-hmm. how you love and mm-hmm. how you walk alongside into how you are a husband which yeah. is so cool we were talking about earlier that like really marriage is like you're a big a big player in accountability mm-hmm. for your walk with God to be prioritized yeah. and you really exemplify that mm-hmm. really really well thank you you really do i i think Something that I have really learned about God and the way that my walk with God has been impacted through walking with you has been very much so growing in an understanding of grace. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I mean, day by day. And I'm not just saying this on the podcast because like, wow, that Mm -hmm. sounds deep or man, that sounds real (laughs) spiritual. Like I'm saying this on the podcast because literally every single day I'm learning it by being challenged to put it into practice, by being challenged to actually believe it and take it to heart. Um, That is the grace of God and growing an understanding of that. And a way that I have learned more about it through our relationship is that Marriage is very much of a, and this will lead me into the other thing I'm learning, Mm -hmm. but it's very much of a vulnerable space. Like, you know me and Mm -hmm. I know you. We are one. There are no secrets. We are, like, we are not hiding from one another. And that's not only, like, the good, quirky, goofy stuff that Mm -hmm. only, like, very few people see. That's Mm -hmm. also the stuff that maybe I'm not as proud of, maybe the struggles that I still like am wrestling with. And you see that with no filter and to see that you see all of those things and you still say, I'm here with you. I choose you. I commit to you. I want to do this with you. Mm -hmm. It wrecks me. It blows my mind because that in and of itself is a picture of our relationship with God that Mm -hmm. he literally, Psalm 139 says that he searched us. Mm -hmm. He knows us. He knows when we sit, when we rise, he knows the things we're proud of and the things that we would rather nobody know about. And Mm -hmm. yet he still says, I love you so much that I am like you were saying, I'm going to lead by example. I'm going to show you how much I love you through the actions that I that I live out. God said, I love you so much. I'm going to demonstrate it Mm -hmm. by sending my one and only son, Jesus, so that through him, I can be with you forever. Like that's how badly God wants us. Even when we give him reason to back out and legitimate reason to throw in the towel and say, Mm -hmm. nope, this relationship with you isn't worth it because you keep giving me reasons to leave. Like God isn't like that. And it's unmerited favor. It's like what Paul said. It's by grace through faith. This isn't by your own works. God loves you so much. And he wants you to be a picture of his wealth of kindness and mercy and grace because that's who he is, which is insane. And, Mm -hmm. And I was saying that that, I'm sure you can say the same thing to this, but I was saying that that kind of plays a role into this next thing. And that is that our relationship is a safe place, mm-hmm. but that that safe place doesn't just like happen in the blink of an eye or no. by luck or by wishing it hard enough. Yeah. Like that happens through taking intentional risks of vulnerability mm-hmm. and being received with trust. Yeah. 
on both ends. And it's just been a picture that's been in our marriage, has been a picture of our relationship with God because our relationship with God is a safe place. His Mm -hmm. presence is a safe place. Like in Proverbs, it says that the name of the Lord, like it's like a righteous tower and those who run to him are safe. But notice that I'm not going to know that he's safe if I don't run to him and take that risk of vulnerability to be honest, to be known, to be totally, totally in him, seen by him, mm-hmm. to, tr- to be able to know that, wait, this is a trusted place. Yeah. Like I'm fully seen by God and I can trust him with all that I am. Mm-hmm. And it's a safe place to be here with the Lord. And I just think it's cool that marriage is designed by God. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, as we're walking this out together, figuring it out together, yeah. You can't help but discover more of who God is mm-hmm. through that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so good. That is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But as like as it takes risks of vulnerability and building trust, like mm-hmm. in the midst of that, there can be conflict and mm-hmm. there can be bumps in the road yeah. and things that are unexpected and yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah. And that kind of leads us into our next question, which mm-hmm. is when conflict arises, how do you settle it? Like, what does that practically look like for you guys? And I think Josh really pointed out something earlier when we were kind of just thinking through these questions together mm-hmm. about the when, not if. I think you should yeah. say that. I, think, really I mean, because it truly is. It's not, it, it, it's not if, but when. Mm-hmm. And I think the big part of that is when, like the question of when conflict arises, what are you going to do? And so it's like, it's it's being able to like to strategically figure that out and strategically mm-hmm. understand that preemptively i'm going to prepare myself preemptively i'm going to i'm going to know what are triggering points for emma what are things that may cause aggravation and so i'm going to um i'm going to figure those out i'm going to figure out how to be patient in those situations or to how to like avoid those situations like, I think if, and this is just a, an example that I'm coming up with in my head, but if like, if my uh, viewpoint on clean is having the shoes in the, in, in the room, just thrown into the room and that's clean. And Emma's view of clean is having to be, the shoes have to be put up on the shoe rack. Well, we just have two different views of clean. Yeah. One of us isn't, isn't right and the other one's not wrong, but it's, just figuring that out. And so, you know, I can humble myself and see, okay, Emma loves it whenever the shoes are put on the shoe rack. So, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to humble myself and I'm going to do that so that I can, um, so I can preemptively see those triggering points of aggravation and fight it before it even begins, uh, deal with it before it even begins. So I can be the loving husband now, be that selfless husband now, that Emma's wanting to see. Yeah, that's so good. Just I, when I hear that, I think of thoughtfulness, mm-hmm. like just being yeah. thoughtful about how you can love someone well, and but also knowing that it's not if, but is when. Like conflict is going to happen, and something I've learned in the midst mm-hmm. of conflict and how to, and I am still learning. Do not have it mastered at all, like at all, but. It's something that I've learned that helps conflict be resolved quicker and be resolved like with more productivity is understanding that the presence of the conflict or the disagreement doesn't have to mean the absence of peace. Like just because there's conflict between Josh and I, it doesn't mean that I have to shut down. It doesn't mean that there has to be chaos. Like 
that's that's not the case. Actually, whenever I continue to practice trusting in God, assuming the best of Josh, seeking to understand him, not only be understood, like at like all of those things and resting in the peace of God in the midst of talking through communication, talking huge, huge importance. But as we're talking about it, like remaining at peace, it actually helps peace be brought mm-hmm. to the situation itself whenever I understand peace doesn't have to be robbed from myself yeah. in the midst of that conflict. Yeah. And I think something else too that I really am continuing to have to work on is forgiving myself because I think sometimes I can be the biggest inhibitor of us moving on after a disagreement because it's not because I am stubborn and refuse to ask for forgiveness because I think I'm right. Yeah. It's I'm so aware that I did something that could have been done better and I'm mm-hmm. refusing and stubborn and forgiving myself. Mm-hmm. And that is sometimes the most least productive thing mm-hmm. that could happen in our disagreements. Yeah. Cause Josh is like, I've forgiven you. Mm-hmm. I'm moving on, but you're still sitting over there as though like, we're still talking about it. It's like, <laughs> this is not helpful. And so something yeah. I've learned that I hope somebody listening to this can can relate and be encouraged is practice forgiving yourself. Practice like and ask the Lord to give you an understanding of grace mm-hmm. and trust your partner. Like whenever Josh says that he forgives me, that he forgives me, I need to trust him and, mm-hmm. and I need to forgive myself. And every single time I've done that and we've continued forward in our day, mm-hmm. I've been so thankful. And mm-hmm. I it always looks like a lot less time yeah. being robbed from our day. Um so yeah, that's just, that's something that I have seen in me personally that's helped mm-hmm. us whenever conflict arises is to know that my peace doesn't have to be robbed because of it. Yeah. And that I, when I forgive myself, we can move on a lot quicker, mm-hmm. actually. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is really beautiful. I think, yeah, it's, it's finding, it's finding and trusting the love that is there and yeah. seeing that it's like, you know, I, I can, I can, I can trust the person that I uh, committed my life to and, and that it's going to be okay and mm-hmm. we're going to figure it out. And there may be times of struggle and there may be times of that. I, I love you better than I like you right now. Like, <laughs> and those times will definitely come. And I think being able to work through those and yeah. definitely builds the strength of that. Um, and that's in all, that's in all scenarios. That's in having a friendship, working for a boss, having coworkers, parents, and even in marriage, um, just be able to preemptively see the points of um, aggravation and mm-hmm. see the points of arguments and not lean into it because I, I'm supposed to uh, love others more than I, or as I love myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to be, uh, um, I'm not supposed to love doing evil. Um, I'm not supposed to rejoice in that. And so I want to I want to rejoice in doing good. And so rejoicing in doing good is seeing how Emma may respond to certain situations um, and not living in fear, not living in, I have to I have to live in peace because this is how it has to do, but I can love Emma that way and mm-hmm. seeing it in that, sen- uh, in that sense of the word. Yeah, that I think for some reason when you said that, it made me think of make sure, making sure I'm defining peace to y'all that like, there, it may not seem like there's peace here because we're walking through mm-hmm. a disagreement, but 
peace does not is not equivalent to everybody being happy and everybody that's agreeing. That's really good. So that's why I'm saying that like my peace yeah. doesn't have to be robbed in the midst of conflict because yeah. peace comes from the Lord. Peace comes from confidence in him, trust in him, and trust that we're okay even whenever we're mm-hmm. not agreeing on something. Yeah. So the lack of happiness mm-hmm. or agreement does not mean the lack of peace. Yeah. Peace can still fully be there. And so just to clarify like there's a there's a big difference in mm-hmm. keeping everybody happy and having peace. Yep. Those are not the same things. Yep. Yeah, you'll that's rarely true. have peace if that's how you <laughs> define peace. <laughs> very true. That's very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, this next question is fun because we're kind of able to answer it, but kind of not. Yeah. We had somebody ask us, give us advice for being married in college, which is really fun because we're both about to be seniors yeah. in college. But it's still summertime, and we got married in summertime. Yeah. So we haven't technically been married yeah. during co- like a college time yet. Yeah, we'll tell you. We'll classes. tell you. We'll tell you how that goes. Yeah. But it's, yeah, that's very sweet. It is very sweet because even before, like, yeah, we haven't experienced, but we've been preparing. Um, yeah, and we've that's had, true. We've had people of, of of wisdom and people of. Um, uh, of knowledge that have done either done it before mm-hmm. um that have been married in college or they're just wise counsel yeah. um we've, we've taken financial classes we've, we've done financial peace we've talked to financial advisors mm-hmm. uh we, we've seeked out uh, wisdom and in, in actual legitimacy of those things and um and we we come to the conclusion that we'll, we'll be able to do this and it's all by the uh the lord's help with that um, yeah. that man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the, um, from the Lord. And so it's like, we'll, we'll, we will do everything that the Lord tells us to do mm-hmm. and that we'll trust in him. Um, and that, that, that is where we'll get our bread of life. Yeah. Um, and that's where we can trust in him. For that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that that's so good. Like seeking the Lord and trusting the Lord in his guidance. Cause although like, as we sought discernment and wisdom and we asked advice from people and we looked at our finances and evaluated yeah. them and we saw like what would be most beneficial, what would be the best decision. Like, although for us that looked like, yeah, like we would not be setting ourselves up for failure by getting mm-hmm. married in this season. For some people, it's like actually looking at all those scenarios and seeking the Lord yeah. probably would be wiser yeah. for us to wait till we're out of college. So yeah. like, don't hear that and think like, Oh, cause they did it. We can do it. It's wise for us too. Yeah. Like evaluate your own life mm-hmm. and where you are currently and seek the Lord. Like, yeah. because it, they look different from, from yeah. you to the person next to you. Yeah. Um, which is, which is really fun. It makes mm-hmm. like learning from each other all the more exciting because mm-hmm. we all have different journeys and different experiences that we yeah. can learn from yeah which is cool That's awesome. yeah That's so good mm-hmm. yeah the next question that we have is what oh i love this one is what new mm-hmm. qualities have you seen in each other since getting married yeah um well i mean as you and i were because we were reviewing these questions a couple days ago and um I, I had to sit there and think about it and i would think i realized is how servant-hearted you are. Um, and it's not out of a, out of a, a servant-hearted uh, mindset of like, I'm doing this so that Josh will do it later. Like, it's like, I'm doing the clothes out of a servant-hearted mindset so that he'll know how to do the clothes and I won't have to do it anymore. Or anything like that. But it's out of a love. And it's out of a, uh, out of a, out of a, a caring mindset that like, man, I want, I want the kitchen to look nice. 
Jesus or I want the bed to be made or something like that. Uh, it's just simple things, but that's definitely, I, I knew that you were before. Um, but I think it definitely was um, seen more as we, uh, since we're married now, since we're spending 24 seven with each other. Yeah. Um, and then I also see how picky at food you are. That if there, if we have a single <laughs> grain of dust on a blueberry, this girl will throw it away because she thinks it's bad for her. But uh, but yeah, it's it's sweet. We have a lot of laughs. And uh, but yeah. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Faithful Counseling. So let's get real for a second. Is there something interfering with your peace, robbing you of joy, preventing you from carrying God's yoke that is easy and his burden that is light that he intends for you to carry? He designed you to carry. Are you walking through something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that for many of us, that can be anxiety, depression, fear, or even broken relationships that can be holding us back. But this is where Faithful Counseling comes in. Faithful Counseling is a worldwide counseling service that is making professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient so anyone and everyone can face life's challenges and can get help anytime, anywhere. Faithful Counseling offers four different ways to get connected to a licensed counselor. You can sit down for video calls, phone calls, live chats, or instant messaging. Every counselor on Faithful Counseling is licensed by their respective state board and has over 3,000 hours of experience. If you think that Faithful Counseling is for you, you can sign up today and be matched with your counselor in 24 hours or less. Faithful Counseling is helping us live our healthiest lives in the comfort and safety of our homes. Be sure to check out Faithful Counseling at faithfulcounseling.com slash MMA slash. I love you. <laughs> I, I don't know if any of y'all have ever been this way, but I, I get really cautious whenever it comes to food that I'm preparing because I like Though I want it to be safe to eat. And so I told Josh, if we like had a dollar for every time I've come up to him with a sweet potato or a piece of fruit or meat that I'm cooking, I've asked him like, is this safe? Like, is this okay? We would be very rich people. (laughs) I can be very detail oriented and cautious in the details when it comes to food. (laughs) And, and yeah, that's just, that's really encouraging though. Um, Just thanks for saying that. I love you. Um, something that I've noticed, like, and kind of like what Josh said, I noticed this before we got married, but whenever you are with each other and you're yeah. married, like, you notice things at a more detailed, closer look than you did beforehand, which yeah. makes sense. Um, but I noticed how funny Josh is, and I don't even think yep. it's <laughs> ways that he's, like, I don't even know if he's trying to be funny, but I... I love, I, I think that our house is kind of like a pharmacy because the Lord says that mm-hmm. laughter is like medicine to the soul and our home, like it, yes, we've had mm-hmm. the conflict and yes, we've yeah. had like the figuring things out and stumbling over ourselves and getting back up and learning from it. But 
it's also been full of laughter and it's been such a gift. And sometimes whenever I just look at Josh and I am so aware of how much he's making me smile. I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, you're going to be a really good dad. Like you're just going to be so fun and so goofy and know when to bring just this lighthearted atmosphere to a room. And, but you also know when to be serious. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, and then that leads me to something else I've noticed is that you're very easy to be with. Mm -hmm. Like, whether I'm being serious, well, I'm, that's good, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I really mean it. Like, I hate for you to say you're very hard to be with. <laughs> that would be sad. <laughs> that would be really sad. But you are like, just whether I'm being serious or I'm yeah. being goofy or we're yeah. talking a whole lot or the room is dead silent and we're sitting in the silence. Like sure. there's just a comfortability mm-hmm. in it all. And this like, no, no feeling of the need to, put on a front mm-hmm. of entertaining yeah. each other. There's just this enjoyment of each other's company. And it's just mm-hmm. this safe place that's easy to be in yeah. and easy to be real in. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what marriage should be. Like that's you good. should be with your best friend who you can sit in the silence together and, or you can mm-hmm. talk for a mile an hour together. And, for sure. Yeah. Or a mile an hour wouldn't really be that fast, but. Yeah. But miles. you can talk a lot. And, <laughs> yeah, you're very fast. easy to be with. <laughs> That's sweet. You are. Yeah. You are. Um, so the next question that we have, I love these questions. Y'all asked really good questions. Like we were going through them, and I was like, "Oh, wait, this one's good. This one's good, and this one would be fun to talk about." Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is, I really hope that it encourages you, no matter where you are. We were really excited to incorporate this one. Um, someone asked, and actually multiple people asked this is was it actually worth it waiting until marriage? Mm-hmm. And absolutely, like 100%. Mm-hmm. But I think me and Josh really wanted to talk to like two different groups of people as y'all are listening to this, like to those who are waiting and are choosing to not have sex and are choosing to like go by God's design until you get married. And then we also want to talk to those who haven't waited and mm-hmm. you chose to like chose to have sex and do what felt good and, and do what, what you wanted mm-hmm. to do before you got married. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think, um, I mean, because that's a very legitimate question. It really is. And Emma and I, we, we, we both waited until marriage uh, to have sex. And so, we, we look at it from that way and we can easily say, yeah, it's worth it. But let's, mm-hmm. let's also give it a legitimate, let's give it a legitimate answer instead of just seeing it from our point of view and saying it's worth it. That's a legitimate question. But whenever you consider the, the statistical analysis of um, sex before marriage and you consider the psychological analysis of sex before marriage, it's, there's always a, um, a, a shame and a guilt and regret yeah regret tied to it and Mm -hmm. so and honestly that makes sense like that is not that's not abnormal uh that completely makes sense because honestly it's outside of the will of god Mm -hmm. and so that's going to happen yeah um and so whenever you look at it from that point of view it's like so if it's god's design and it will glorify god within these bounds i want to do that yeah. And if it's out of God's design and it feels like that and I have regret and I have shame and I and it hurts and like I can look at Emma and I have the joy of being like, you know what, I'm the only person 
and she's my only person. That's that's pretty freaking beautiful right there. <laughs> yeah. And that's very very rare, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that, and I and I choose that every single day. Yeah, and it's like piggybacking off of that. I think whether you have and you are continuing to wait, I want to emphasize to you how worth it it is. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't waited and you like haven't gone with God's design, mm-hmm. then I want to encourage you that it's still so worth it to start now. Like God says mm-hmm. that com- that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of yeah. all unrighteousness. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So wherever you're coming from, whatever your past has been, it's still worth it to start now. Something my dad said growing up is the right time to do the right thing is right now. Mm -hmm. And being married, being on the other side of singleness, dating, Mm -hmm. engagement, and all the things that came with that, I can say that like whether you go with God's design or you go against God's design, Mm -hmm. you can't help but prove that God's way is better, that his design really is the best, that he really does know what he's talking about. Because like what Josh said, like Mm -hmm. whenever you go against God's design, you're filled with shame and Mm -hmm. you're filled with regret. And yeah, you may have that temporary, like, feel good satisfaction but it does lead to things that you were not designed for it leads to a lack of peace Mm -hmm. and a lack of joy and a lack of confidence in your identity and depending on things that you weren't designed to depend on and whenever you do go with god's design like we can say from experience that there isn't shame like having sex as a married couple is amazing and it's fun and it's safe and it's filled with peace Mm -hmm. and so Whether you wait or you don't wait, you're still proving that, wow, God really does know what he's talking about. And his way really is the best way. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, just really cool how he does that. Um, Okay, Mr. McDaniel, what has been your biggest challenge? The biggest challenge of marriage with all the the marriage that we've had. I think I think it really boils down to I think I've realized how selfish I am mm-hmm. and how selfish I can be um and I think we're all innately somewhat selfish but I think there is a different there is there is something I do do realize more whenever you're married and you're wanting to love someone selflessly um I think there's more that plays into it I think there's more that you see and so whenever it comes to doing the dishes or whenever it comes to making a bed or doing laundry or something, some, something simple in those three things or mm-hmm. whatever it is, I can find myself not wanting to, um, but not wanting to out of a choice of my own self uh, desire. And instead of choosing the path of, man, I really want to love Emma right now. How can I love Emma? Oh, I could, I could totally do the laundry or I could totally do this or that. Um, but instead of choosing my own selfish, um, choice and some unselfish pleasures mm-hmm. um to to get myself a, an instant gratification instead of giving you the love that i want to give you which is the longer mm-hmm. gratification yeah that's really relatable mm-hmm. like i'm really glad that you shared that and that made me think of something my mom has said to me before that like the first step to growth is awareness mm-hmm. and so like it just shows humility in and of itself to say wow well, Yep, I've been made aware of this tendency in mm-hmm. me, and I'm not just gonna let it stay there. Yeah. Like I want to do something about it, yeah. and I think that's really admirable because I think really all of us kind of are made aware, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. of things that may need to have some tweaking and yeah. some adjustment in our lives. Yeah. But how we respond to that awareness plays yeah. a big role in the direction we go. And I think it's so cool how you respond to the things that God makes you aware of. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. <laughs> I think a way that I've been challenged is not just hearing and having the head knowledge of this, mm-hmm. but actually grasping it at a heart and gut level yeah. that there is not a playbook of expectations yeah. as a wife and as a married couple. Mm-hmm. Because I think I really, think it's really easy to think that. And mm-hmm. honestly, though, as I've evaluated my own self, I've noticed that it not me expecting perfection from myself, but I think I will assume and perceive falsely that you are expecting perfection from me. And you've never communicated that you are. You've actually communicated the opposite. You've communicated Mm -hmm. such grace and such love and such encouragement, but still I can like mind read, which is not good. It's not a talent of mine. And and I'll (laughs) assume that. And so, because of that, I will like constantly feel like I have this standard of doing everything perfectly, which what even is that? And then constantly feel like I just can't win or I'm, I'm failing or I'm tripping over myself because I'm holding myself up to this unrealistic expectation. Mm -hmm. Whereas I really think that though there are times when it's really hard, Mm -hmm. I think that learning is such a joyful thing and learning is such a lifelong thing, Mm -hmm. but I will really, I've noticed this. I will really allow myself to be robbed of the joy that is found in learning Mm -hmm. when I expect myself to know everything already. And, and I mean, we've been married for two months. How Mm -hmm. can I step into a season, into a role I've never done in my life and expect myself to know everything about it? I think such a big joy in the journey of marriage is that mm-hmm. neither one of us know everything. We're yeah. figuring it all out together. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of the joy. And so something that's been a challenge, but I've really been grateful for the challenge yeah. is like, wow, this is a journey of learning. And I'm not going to, like, I refuse to let the enemy or myself yeah. Yeah. rob me of this joy through having this unrealistic expectation. Okay. Over yeah, my head. that's really good. That's really mm-hmm. good. And I think we can do that for, not, I mean, not just marriage. I know we're talking about marriage, but I think we do that for a multitude of things. I and agree. so I think that's definitely yeah. something of searching your own heart, praying and seeking guidance in that. That's mm-hmm. really cool. That's yeah. Really cool. It's so, yeah. it's so good. It's so freeing, <laughs> mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Very freeing. It's grace. It's yeah. grace. Right? Mm-hmm. We're learning it and understanding it. Yeah. Okay. This question, honestly, for some reason, I feel a little awkward even saying it, but (laughs) someone has asked us, was the wedding night awkward? Yeah, um, I mean, it was. I would say it was. Yeah. I mean. Go ahead. You answer. (laughs) No, no, no. Like, I think I was going to say the same thing. Is that like, of course, I think it was a little awkward. You know, you you go, you go. This 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 answer is awkward. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's I think it's very legitimate. I think for someone that's ever that's ever had a wedding night, uh, mm-hmm. then I think it, I think that is definitely so it's a, it's a legitimate question. Um, <laughs> and I think yeah, I think it was. I think there was definitely a level of awkwardness. I think it's as awkward as uh, watching a um, someone learn how to ride a bike. <laughs> I mean, for for speaking to the virgin or speaking to the person that has had sex or. Um, like yeah, it's it can be weird. It can be clunky. It can be it can be a whole different things. And 
that may kind of sound funny and, and honestly is funny. Like it yeah. honestly is. It's like going into going into your wedding night and not having expectations, mm-hmm. not setting a, this is what it was like in the movies or this is what it was like in whatever. It's like, no, I'm just going to go in there. I'm just going to love and we're going to figure it out. And it's going to be, it's going to be awkward and it's going to be weird, but it's going to, it's going to be fun. And I'm going to do it. And I'm doing it with the person that I love most in this world. And I'm doing it in a God-fearing, God-honoring way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sign me, sign me up for that. I don't care how awkward it is at that point. Um, and 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 I think the one thing that was beautiful about it is that yes, it was awkward, but there was zero shame around it. Kind of yeah. leading back to that last question, was like surprisingly how little shame mm-hmm. and how beautiful it was. Yeah. Um, so, but it definitely was not perfect. <laughs> no, and yeah. I think the, I think it was perfect in an imperfect way like Mm -hmm. the the clunkiness and the things that happened that were unexpected and the things that were a little awkward and maybe a little uncomfortable because it was just vulnerable like a part of all of that is what made it so sweet Mm -hmm. is what made it so memorable and Mm -hmm. I think that that's really fun I love how you brought it like not having expectations because we did we had conversations with like couples and with our mm-hmm. premarital counselors and with each other of course mm-hmm. in the right timing and like that only prepares you so far like mm-hmm. there's also something that ex- only experience can teach you and I think that's where again like enjoying the process of yeah. the learning and enjoying the journey yeah. and understanding that a part of God's design in this is that mm-hmm. you do take that risk of being vulnerable mm-hmm. and you're trusting that they're going to receive you Mm -hmm. and vice versa and even in sex you're creating a safe place a safe place of unconditional love of complete vulnerability of complete trust like I think Josh said it so well like about a week into us being married he said I really think that yes sex is physical but I think the majority of it is spiritual and mental like it's there's so much to it and it's because God designed it Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to point you to him. It's supposed to be a representation of, of intimacy and of unity and of trust and safety. Yeah. And it's such a sweet journey. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, let's see. Next question. One unexpected joy. Hmm. What's your answer for this one? I think I have two. Um, one of mine would be, I knew that this was going to be sweet. It was something I was looking forward to leading up to us getting married, yeah. but it is the bookends of our day, yeah. waking up and you mm-hmm. being there and finishing supper or finishing a movie where you used to take me home or mm-hmm. I used to walk you to the door. Like now we stay in the same home and our day ends together too. And I mm-hmm. think that like is so fun to me and Mm -hmm. in addition to that I've noticed that we laugh a lot Mm -hmm. while while like going to bed and it's so it's so fun it's like so many things get funny we live in an apartment and so like we either hear a dog barking Mm -hmm. this one wall over or we'll like and we'll start laughing about it like it's just there's some so much sweetness to being married and waking Mm -hmm. up and going to bed and being with your person yeah, that, that is so sweet. I do, I do think the bookends of the days are the the best part. Yeah. Uh, the best part of just like being able to, because I hated driving home, like yeah. late at night watching a movie, and then finally it's like, okay, I gotta drive you back to your place. And so it's definitely, a, it's definitely a sweet thing that 
uh, look forward to if you're about to get married or if you're wanting to get married or whatever, that, that is definitely the sweetest part so far. Yeah. 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 And, okay, I think that this is going out with a bang because I think this is a really mm-hmm. cool question. Yeah. Somebody's asked us, what makes it easy, which <laughs> is such interesting wording. Yeah. What do you think about that question? I, I mean, I think it's in I think it's in the wording because when I remember going over this question with you and you're kind of sitting and talking from different angles. And again, we are a month into marriage, and so we're not speaking. We can't really speak into what makes marriage easy um, because we no, no. <laughs> um, uh, we'll tell you we'll figure that out if we ever figure that out, and if it ever becomes. But I think it's it's not making it easy, but it's making it easier. And it's doing the hard things. Yeah. Um, it's it's being selfless. It's it's leading by example. It's waiting till marriage. It's all those different things that we kind of actually just talked about. Mm-hmm. But it's like how do you, how is it easy? Well, it's not. But you can make it easier by doing hard things. So. Yeah, that's so good. It is so true. Like you, yeah. it's easy through doing the hard stuff. Yeah, and exactly. like, and also, I think it's important to note that how are you viewing the term easy? Because mm-hmm. as Josh said, not easy, but easier. And mm-hmm. something that came to my mind as we were talking about it is like, God didn't promise that it would be easy. Mm-hmm. He actually promised that it was going to be tough, Yeah. but he promised that it's good. Yeah. That like we lack no good thing in him. And he designed marriage like, okay. and because he's a good God, marriage is a good thing. Yeah. And so, yeah. It makes sense that if we were to seek God Mm -hmm. and put to death the things of our flesh Mm -hmm. and walk in step with his spirit, that we would experience the better way. We would experience the goodness that God designed us to experience in marriage. But that requires doing the harder stuff. Mm -hmm. Like as Josh said, like putting away your selfishness, like what I was Mm -hmm. saying is not shutting down in conflict, but choosing to be confident in peace. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many different things that are not easy. But by doing those things, yeah. you experience so much goodness. You experience the easy yoke and the light burden mm-hmm. that Jesus talks about. We can only have through coming to him. Okay. And so I think that that was just a cool question to end on that. Because that's yeah. not just in marriage. Like that's mm-hmm. that's in day-to-day life, in day-to-day relationships, yeah. in day-to-day seasons. Like yeah. by doing the harder stuff, committing to the Lord, even whenever it's not easy, you actually experience a lot more of a lighter heart Mm -hmm. and deeper peace and the better way of going about life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This was fun doing this. We got this. I know. I know. I like it. Little talks and whatever. Yeah. That's fun. Mm -hmm. I think this should be even more of a norm, (laughs) but y'all, we love y'all so much. And if your incredible self is watching via YouTube, Mm -hmm. That's really fun. Be sure and subscribe and comment down below how you were encouraged and what other topics you may want Mm -hmm. to be covered in future episodes. And if y'all's awesome selves are listening to this via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, Mm -hmm. review, share this with your people. And yeah, yeah, just as we said at the beginning, we are learning and learning is a joy. And we hope that as we share with y'all things God puts on our heart, we hope that you're finding joy in learning too and you're blessed by it. Yeah. But y'all have an incredible week and we will chat next week. See y'all. here and I am the host of Set Apart Daughters, another show on the Converge Podcast Network. 
I wanted to let you know that my new book, Set Apart, is out this week. And if you need encouragement on learning what it means to be set apart, to stop comparing yourself, to own your giftedness, and to rest in Jesus, then I think this book is for you. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are.